Hello and welcome to the Fantastic Fables Podcast with your host, Addie Hurston. Hello and welcome. I'm so excited to be doing another podcast been a couple weeks since I've done one because I had a computer crash and then my system was down and I needed to get a whole new computer and after all that hoopla and the holidays it took me a while to get my system back in order but here we are recording the little lines are going up and down and so I hope that you are excited to hear this next story of today first a quote It is our choices that show who we truly are, far more than our abilities. And that's by J.K. Rowling. And now our story. Sir Gawain and the Loathly Lady. Once upon a time, King Arthur was riding his horse through the woods. All was quiet and peaceful until suddenly his horse tripped, fell, and King Arthur was thrown off. He fell to the ground and his sword Excalibur was tossed several feet away. Oh, bruised, the king got up and went to retrieve his weapon when out of the bushes jumped the dark knight. In the dark knight, he had a special armor that was black as coal and shiny. His face was masked and you could see only two little slits for his eyes. He was Arthur's arch nemesis and was always trying to have a stab at the throne. The Dark Knight sought his chance, picked up Excalibur and pointed it at King Arthur. Ha ha, King Arthur, I have you at last, he said. England shall be mine now. No, no, wait, said King Arthur. Please don't. Please give it back to me. The fate of the people rests in their hands. Hmm. Well, there is only one thing. One thing which I would value over the throne of England. And that is if you can answer me a certain question. Well, well, I have many advisors said King Arthur. I I have Merlin, the magician. He is very wise. Surely we can answer your question for you. All right, said the Dark Knight. The question is this. What is it that every woman wants? I've just got to know. Oh, said King Arthur. Well, I can try to answer it. Return here in one month's time, said the Dark Knight, and when you do, 
if and only if you can bring me the correct answer to this riddle will I return Excalibur and the fate of England to you. All right, agreed King Arthur, and the dark knight ran away into the mist. King Arthur got back upon his horse and headed in the direction of Camelot. He thought about the question, what is it that every woman wants? And he had no idea <laughs> what the answer might be. But he had a plan. He would stop at every house, at every inn, at every woman he passed along the road and ask those women what they thought the answer was. Certainly one of them would give the correct one. But sadly, every woman that King Arthur asked gave a different answer. Some said they wanted peace and harmony. Others said they wanted lavish goods and clothing and a rich house. Others said they wanted love and... None of these answers seemed to fit all the rest. And when King Arthur was back at home in the castle of Camelot, he went to Merlin and asked, What is it every woman wants? But Merlin did not know. King Arthur went to have a council with his knights. He brought them to the round table where they sat in the circle for a meeting. King Arthur told them how the Dark Knight had stolen Excalibur and how they must answer the question, what is it that every woman wants in a month's time or King Arthur would no longer be the king. Each of his knights rose from the table, bowed and vowed to find the answer. And then they each ran off in opposite directions. And that is how a few weeks later, Sir Gawain, the noblest of King Arthur's knights found himself wandering in the deepest, darkest parts of the northern forests, hunting for an answer. All was still in the woods, and then he rounded a bend, and there in front of him was a woman. She sat on a log, and she was the ugliest woman he had ever seen in his life. She was very old, her skin was pockmarked, she had no hair save but a few little wisps at the back of her bald head. One eye was up high and the other was down low. She had the nose of a pig. Her lip dripped 
saliva. But she rose, and she said, Sir Gowan, <laughs> I knew you would come, and I know of your quest to find the answer to what it is every woman wants. And I can tell you. Oh, really? said Sir Gowan. Well, well, tell me quickly, because the fate of England rests in this answer. Not so fast, said the woman. I will tell you, but I will only tell you if you vow to make me your wife. Oh. Well, Sir Gowan was a young strapping lad of twenty, and the thought of marrying this old hag was repulsive to him. But then he thought of England. And he thought, what would happen if the dark night took over? I swear it. We shall be married if you produce the correct answer to this question. All right, said the woman. And then she leaned over and she whispered in Sir Gowan's ear. The answer now I'm sure each of you who is listening to this story might have an idea of what the answer would be think of that and then hold your thought for I'm not going to reveal the answer just yet <laughs> Sir Gowan picked up the lady Put her on his horse, and together they returned to Camelot. King Arthur went to the Dark Knight, told him the answer, and Excalibur was returned. There was much rejoicing, and then the next day Sir Gawain wed the loathly old lady. They were married in a chapel. And then, on his arm, Sir Gawain led the loathly lady up to his chambers. He brought her in and then turned to close the door. He looked sadly at the ground. He didn't know what to say to her. And then, she spoke. Sir Gawain, turn and look at me, my love. Sir Gawain turned about and the lady was transformed. Now she was, well, she was his age and, and she had long flowing pearly red hair and her skin was peachy and warm, soft, she was beautiful. As you might have guessed, said the lady, 
I have been under a horrible spell. And now that you have married me, it has been halfway broken. <laughs> now you must decide, Sir Gowan, if I am to look young and youthful as myself during the day or at night. Oh, thought Sir Gowan, well, okay, um, what is the advantage if it's during the day? Oh, well, if I am young and myself during the day, then the people of the castle will not be afraid of me. I will have friends and companions. Oh, okay, and, and what's the advantage to you being beautiful at night? Well, if, um, if I'm beautiful at night, then you will not be afraid to hold me in your arms. Oh dear, thought Sir Gowan, this is a, a big decision. And he, and he sat and he thought, and he would look at her occasionally, and he would think some more. He was not sure what would be best for her. And then finally he stood up, and he said, My lady, you must choose, for it is your body that will be changing. You decide whether you shall be young in the night or the day. Oh, Sir Cowan, yes, that is the correct answer. What do you mean? Well, now I can be young in myself all the time, for you have given me what all women desire most, and that is to have our own way. <laughs> in granting me this choice, the spell is broken. Sir Gowan and the Loathly Lady lived happily ever after. Now, when I first heard this story when I was a kid, I absolutely loved it. I loved the romance of it and the slightly naughtiness of it. Um, as an adult, reading it again, I thought, kind of was uncomfortable at first because I thought his reward for giving is that he then is going to get a really hot bride. And I just felt like this is so, I don't know, it's materialistic or just putting all the value of a person in their looks. Um, but I think that we have to look past that side of the story because um, the overall lesson is so much better than that that when we step back and we allow others to take the lead we're giving to them and we are helping them in a selfless way that can actually turn into more of a win-win for both parties and I just love that lesson and so I hope that you enjoyed today's story, Sir Gowan and the Loathly Lady, an Arthurian legend from England, of course.
and keep sharing your stories. Till next time. You have been listening to the Fantastic Fables podcast. To find out more about Addie and her creative work, go to fantasticfables.net.